Before I get started today, I want to ask you a favor. As you listen, if you like what you hear, please leave a review and share the episode. If you want to discuss anything from this week's episode, you can reach out on the Strive Seat Find page on Facebook or to at ChanceWhitmore5 on Twitter. Thanks. To paraphrase Tristan from the movie adaptation of Stardust, a very fine Neil Gaiman novel, I'm not a shop boy. I am a boy who works in a shop. Seems applicable tonight. Welcome to Strive, Seek, Find podcast. I'm your host, Chance Whitmore. A lot happened this week. Early birthdays, concerts, work accelerating towards a slowdown, and more. It was a long, busy week, and I regret nothing, though my rear end is dragging. In the process, I ran across a couple of opportunities to watch experts in their field work their magic. It's reminded me of something I have told a friend. 90% of my job is invisible, unless you know the job. And admittedly, there are major caveats in this case, including the one, unless I really do it poorly. And if you think about it, for the most part, we have a narrow worldview when it comes to one another. And here are just a few examples. Now let's get started. My first wondering is what may be the basis for our narrow worldview? Our own personal experiences with people in different roles. Our past experiences can definitely alter how you're going to view or interact with a person in a certain role. For instance, we, what we see at a restaurant, cooks and servers, becomes the entirety of their job and in some case, their identity. Oh, they work at X restaurant. Okay. We don't, in those cases, ever think about things like prep work, training, or experience. What we do do is try to make people into two-dimensional characters so that we can very quickly move through our life with rapid-fire judgment. Same thing happens with teachers. Pretty rapidly. Everybody's first thought is they know schools and how to make them work because everybody's been to school. They know what education looked like, or they know what it looked like for them. You see teaching of a lesson in a moment in time, but not the prep work, the training, the grading, or the hundred other steps that happen to make a single class run. In both these cases, we tend to grossly oversimplify their job based on what we have personally witnessed or experienced. And based on that, we build a stereotype in our head. Think about what this means in practice. We create our associations based on our own experiences and those experiences define our reality. Dependent upon your experience, a police officer, for example, can be a ticket writer, a protector, or a person who took a parent away, or think politicians. Well, I won't dig into that hole yet. The truth is, as usual, more complex. In those points, we are defining them by role rather than as people. And people, for better or worse, are always much more complex than their role. And there's always this line, someone has, they have virtue and they have flaw. 
because they are people and figuring that out for the individual rather than the role becomes really important. This past Friday night is a great example. At the concert I went to, there were obviously security staff. You're not running that kind of event without them. Now, the classical stereotype in this case is generally a large hulking individual keeping you out of where you want to go or removing the belligerent. And obviously, you saw a little bit of that. But in this case, what I remember, I watched as one of the security staff managed a situation by talking down a gentleman who was getting aggressive, maybe right the wrong word, maybe handsy was the right word, with another patron. She, all five foot two of her, didn't make any threats, didn't bristle or get counter-aggressive. She was calm. She carried herself with authority. It was impressive. This event didn't just show what was happening there at that time in that place, but also informed you of what may have been happening behind the scenes. She was chosen, obviously, in part for her temperament, had been trained, showed professionalism, and overall was really good at her job. She didn't fit the stereotype. To bring this back around, when we simplify, we play within the grasp of stereotypes. When we don't meet people where they are, we open ourselves up to operating on assumptions. And we could all talk about the old joke, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. But in this case, it's more a making an ass of yourself situation. We end up operating at the veneer, at the surface level, rather than looking beyond the stereotype. And we end up missing an opportunity to see the world as it is, rather than as we think it is. And honestly, that closes a lot of doors for all of us. And sometimes we need to remember that we, or those around us, are not a shop boy defined by what we do. We are just a boy who works in a shop. Shout outs. Thanks to Lorraine over at the Nightmare Pod for playing the show promo in her last episode. The support was greatly appreciated. Now, if you're into creepy movies or events, you should go over and listen to Lorraine's Nightmare Pod after you finish up listening to this episode. Worth mentioning. This week, a friend reached out with some free concert tickets. Thanks, Phil. They were for a concert that had been rescheduled several times already as a result of COVID. And he couldn't make it because he was taking his team to the state baseball tourney. Attorney, by the way, that his team performed very well at. I believe they were state runner-ups, which is awesome. Great job. I had not been to a concert in years and can count on one hand the number of concerts I've been to totally. But when he told me that it was the Young Dubliners, I was intrigued. I'm not a huge music guy. I tend to listen to a lot of podcasts, strangely enough. I generally don't know the band names or the songs 
names well enough to remember without the help of Google, or honestly, my children. So the fact that I could relate the band to a number of its songs was huge. All this to say, if you haven't had an opportunity to hear the Young Dubliners live, do it. There's such passion and energy in every song that you can't stop yourself from moving to the music. And you can't wait to hear what they do next. And that alone is going to make it worth mentioning. That's it for this week's episode, number 50, by the way, of Strive, Seek, Find. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. It really helps. If you have feedback or ideas, please reach out to the Strive, Seek, Find page on Facebook or to at Chance with Lauren Five on Twitter. Until next time, keep seeking your own brilliant future. Have a great day.